Hey, is this the hoodie you're looking for? <laughs> you are so tough. Jason Tucker, this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 125. Today we're going to be talking about dealing with backlash. Let's go around the room here real quick and get everyone introduced. We're going to start with Chris Lemma. Hi there. I'm Chris Lemma. I work over at a company called Crowd Favorite. I'm their CTO and chief strategist. I wear hoodies for fun, and I run the North County San Diego WordPress meetup. Very nice. <laughs> Chris Wigman, what's up? I'm Chris Woodman. I'm a senior web engineer for TenUp. I used to run the uh, Better WP Security plugin. And uh, oh, by the way, TenUp, we're always hiring. <laughs> oh, plug in the beginning. He's, he's wow. getting, he's right getting his there. paycheck. Dave, are you hiring? Uh, yes, I am hiring. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm the head geek at Spectrum Tech, and we build custom plugins and e-commerce solutions. Very nice. How about you, Eric? Hi, everybody. I'm Eric Danzer, founder and CEO of Photocrati Media. We make uh, Photocrati. It's a popular WordPress theme for photographers and, of course, next-gen gallery. And this is my very first time on WP Water Cooler and my Woo-hoo. first time on any podcast. So I'm um, pretty excited. Thanks for the invite. Uh, and we're hiring, too. So uh, <laughs> So if you're down with NGG. Yeah. Wow. Are you guys hiring over there? Hi, uh, I'm George. I work for uh, Jetpack and Automatic, and we are hiring. Uh, and I was through my hair out so long that I could actually wear it in a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points. What about you, Sarah? I am Sarah Weifold. I'm the production manager at Zeek Interactive, and I manage the uh, OC WordPress design meetup, which is usually tonight, but not tonight. She also manages to be awesome all the time. So manages Steve, but we won't introduce Steve for a few more people. Also, for anyone listening to this asynchronously, tonight does not actually mean tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for making that clear. That's what she said. How many Orange County folks there are on this podcast, by the way? Oh, yeah. We added another one since last time I asked. They're a cult. What about you, Say? We were hugging over there. Yo, uh, yo, what's up? My name is Say Reed. I um, am coming here from LBC. And I do WordPress stuff. I like WordPress stuff. I teach WordPress stuff. It's Say Reed. Yeah. Also, I suck at rapping. Really, <laughs> really, I really no. suck at rapping. <laughs> but I have That's a hoodie. obvious. Because it was hailing, and this is better. Trust. Nice. What about you, Suzette? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette. I am a front-end developer designer over at WebDev Studios, who is hiring, and Maintain is hiring, too. And I'm also a teacher with Girl Development, and I love WordPress. Awesome. Steve, hiring, not hiring? (laughs) We are hiring. I'm Steve Zengit. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. I blog over at WPmedia.pro, and you can find me on Twitter, Jason Tucker. Remember that that one time when we did intros in less than two minutes? Yeah, no, we, we did that normally, time. but not with like ten people. It How was, much it fun was, was that though? Not even what? It was once. <laughs> Let's just talk about ourselves all episode. No, we no. already had an episode like that. <laughs> so my gosh, I just finished my word camp. We made these awesome hat swags. <laughs> oh, I'm so That's jealous. Embroidery. 
that. I'm sure somebody else Man, has a couple of answers. The thing is, if we were just in here talking about ourselves all episode, we'd get a lot of backlash, and that loops us right back to our actions. <laughs> determined. Maybe it was intentional, our backlash. Oh, I can and hear the, uh, I can, no, I can no, hear no. the sirens. It's must that be is not from here. They're <laughs> <laughs> coming to get say again. <laughs> so Steve and I were talking about um, what we should, you know, what we should come up with for a topic, and Steve was thinking that backlash would be a pretty good topic to go with. Um, that's really but, not how that happened, but whatever. That's totally what happened. It's not so, at all. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, sure, pretty sure I gave you the title. Pretty sure, pretty sure that was Chris in a conversation between you and me. But you know, what else? Who's counting? Speaking, speaking of next gen gallery, we we gotta we gotta, we gotta, give, we gotta give Steve something. So um, we'll give him fake praise for the thing he didn't do. That's okay. Um, Regardless, so, the point so, is. Good job, Steve. Good several, job. Chris several months ago. Several months ago, I I wrote a post. Um, that was about uh, Next Gen Gallery, and I highlighted several different things that I found were uh, confusing or frustrating. And eventually, this guy named Eric contacted me, and um, initially on the site, and then later through email. And as we started interacting, um, it turned out he was working very hard at trying to navigate through some of those challenges as well as make the plugin better. Um, and this last you know, a couple months ago, we were both together at Pressnomics which is a event for WordPress businesses, and he was there. And his first approach, when he first came up, we said hi, we'd, we'd connected enough um, offline to connect online, or online to connect offline, and as, as he came up to me, he said, I'm a little nervous about being here because there's, there's so many WordPress people here, and I think there's, there's probably a lot of people that don't, don't kind of dig our, our, our plug-in. Um, but I said not to worry, because Say is not here, so you're going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, and then, and then what happened was, from there, we started talking through a little bit, and, and he went and met a lot of different people, and a lot of people really enjoyed connecting with Eric. And so we thought, let's talk about how do you navigate the situation when you have a plug-in, and for whatever reason, whether it's an, a new version rolls out and there's a challenge, or there's a feature that people particularly don't like. Um, you know, in the case of Jetpack, I'm positive that Jetpack has suffered all sorts of different backlash, so it no doesn't way. just have to be no about... Way. It all about the snow, baby. Just all about, about next gen. I don't come from say, so what can I say? Well, I will say that, that Eric <laughs> is smart in coming. So the, the issue is, how do you deal with the backlash, right? How do you navigate through it? So that was and the wait, question. I just want to be clear. We're not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, right? We are not talking about Fifty Shades okay. of Grey at all. Okay, just checking because, you know, topical. Okay, yeah. Thank you so for that. That's, that's lashings on your back, not backlash. Oh, Thank you I'm always getting that confused. Well, <laughs> well played there, George. So, Eric, tell us, tell us a little about life when you took over, because you guys bought this plugin, right? Yeah, so we um, we took over management of the plugin from Alex Rabi, who's a German developer, really talented guy, and that was in uh, late 2011. Um, and we, you know, we managed the plugin for quite a while. Um, you know, to the extent that we, we had issues, I think where, we, where things got bumpy with us was uh, we pushed out a pretty major overhaul of the plugin in August 2013. Um, you know, you're talking about a lot of new code, some, you know, some changes to the architecture, and you know, we pushed it out in one felt swoop. Um, and um, you know, I think and one thing... Well, so I guess what I would say is I think we, I think we need to divide backlash into two components here, right? Because I think you guys perceive backlash differently than I do. Okay. Right? When we pushed out uh, 2.0, the kind of backlash that I really didn't like and I think is really serious 
you know, is, is, you know, you're talking about bugs or conflicts or really serious issues that he put, put out on user sites. So we did have that. That was, you know, the, the time period, August, September, that time period right in there, those were dark days for us, right? And, you know, I think what happened was, you know, we, you, you take a lot of new code and you push it out on, you know, 1.3 million websites at the same time. If you think about what usually happens with most plugins on the way to popularity, you launch a plugin, it's got a new code base, and as it gets adopted, you find things and solve them on the way to popularity, like, you know, incrementally, so that by the time the plugin is, you know, widely distributed, it's been very well tested. In this case, you take a new code base, you know, you push it out on a lot of sites at the same time, you don't have that advantage of incremental uh, issue solving, right? So all the issues kind of came forth at once. And I think, you know, it's important to point out uh, the 2.0 release was actually really smooth for a lot of people, right? But it was also really bumpy for a lot of people. And by bumpy, I mean ranging from, you know, little quirky bugs here and there to some really serious issues, right? And I don't think the really serious issues were, um, I don't think it was a huge percentage of our user base, but when you have really large scale, you know, we get up, you know, we maybe get a hundred thousand updates usually the first week when we push out an update. So if you have issues on ten percent of sites, you know, that's ten thousand websites, right? The forms will blow up if you have issues on ten thousand websites. Um, yeah, many it's only ten thousand websites. I mean, so you don't have that problem, right? Oh no, edge cases at scale never bother us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So wait, is that, so, is that the first? Is that the first kind of of? Yeah. So that's. Backlash number one. Backlash. Like, I, that's good backlash. That's productive backlash. I no, actually that's think that's shape. really not productive backlash. Okay, that's, you know, that's the kind of backlash when you have it, you need to solve it fast, you need to communicate. You know, a similar kind of backlash in the same category would be, you know, you have a security breach or something. These are things that should not happen, and they need to be solved quickly, right? I think So I think that's one. Now, the other kind of backlash, and I think this is some place where I think maybe I've been at fault because I haven't been out publicly beating the drum as much. You know, I'm fairly introverted, but you know, and this gets to Chris's post. It has to do with uh, product vision and where you're going. And I think, I think while I think while some of the issues that we had with 2.0 were about bugs and issues, another big area which is completely separate is are we taking the product in the right direction, right? And I don't think anyone's really understood what we're trying to do with the product, right? Including Chris. You know, I think um, I, here's an example. So and this has come saying, up. This has come up over and over on WP Water Cooler, right? You're, you're so saying you guys will say, I'm dumb. "No, no, I said <laughs> no, we are." <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I want to. You've listened to the episode more than once. Go on. Keep, no, let me. Yeah, I watched the episode in preparation. I'm really sorry. But. Like in the last three days, just to make sure it's all nice and fresh. Binge. Um, oh, he binge watched. Yeah. We're better than House of Cards. What's up? So, go on. But yeah, so so here's the issue, right? You guys will often ask a question, you know, what or or you see posts like it, and this is what Chris posts. What's the best gallery plugin, right? As Say often says, and she says this over and over, it depends, right? So you can't, there is no perfect answer to that question. It depends on what the use case is. Mm -hmm. And this is a really big thing that's changing in terms of the WordPress gallery space that I don't think is properly understood, right? If you go back three or four years ago, you know, the kind of people adopting NextGen were really, you know, it's a really broad spectrum of people. You have, you have everything from individual bloggers and small businesses who need a simple gallery to serious professional photographers and advanced imaging professionals, right? And I think you advanced know, imaging professionals is one of my new favorite terms. <laughs> Put that out there. Okay. Go but ahead. you know, I think I think what happens here is, you know, over the last few years, as the WordPress media library has gotten better and better, and you've had a huge proliferation of simple gallery plugins. You know, if 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 the if you're asking the question, what's the best gallery plugin, and you're talking about a simple 
small business or an individual blogger who just wants to put up a simple gallery, even I would concede, I don't know that NextGen is the right solution in that case. It's just too much horsepower, right? And that's where you get complaints about it's too many features or stuff like that, right? You know what? You're absolutely right. It's too many features if that's your goal. Somebody, somebody, somebody tweet. So, so somebody, wait, pause. Somebody tweet that Eric, after saying things I didn't understand, he actually said Chris was 100% right. Get that on Twitter. <laughs> Never. Chris was 100% right if, if you're talking about a particular target market. He doesn't, no, he just wants Chris was 100% right, dot, right. dot, dot. Yeah, just yeah. dot, dot, dot. What? He didn't hear the rest. My out-of-context quotations, but isn't your out-of-context quotations? <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Get off my lawn. This is good. Go on. Yeah, so so our target market isn't there, and I don't think there would be any point in NextGen trying to compete for the simple gallery management plugin. That would be a really silly long-term strategy given where the media library is going and given how many gallery plugins there are. That's not where we're going, right? Our target market really is serious photographers, right, and, and imaging professionals and large image-intensive websites, right? And when we talk to those folks, our problem is not too much functionality. Photographers do not think that NextGen has too much functionality, right? And in fact, it's just the opposite, right? I mean, one way that I would put it is... Eric? Yeah? My attention span has waned. I said one more thing before you guys on I'm actually obligated to interrupt people after two minutes. So I just wanted to provide that. It is. It's in her contract. It's in my contract. She gets paid for that. Um, I get paid for interruption. I was saying a lot of things, but I wanted we, we need to talk about some of those things that you're talking about. Uh, otherwise, yeah. you're just going to be done. Can I, and toss, then... can I toss one more thought out there, and yes. then you guys can have at me? Yes. <laughs> All right. We will. Bring it. Bring it. Come on. So We're taking notes. I don't see us in, in over the next five years as really competing with most other WordPress gallery plugins. That's not who we're competing with, right? What We're, we're competing with SmugMug. And photo shelter, right? Yep. Um, Your face the, the is a smug mug. The, the beating heart of photography is really not on WordPress yet, right? Like, if yep. you look at photographers, they tend to run two websites all the time. They run their WordPress site blogs on WordPress, and they run their galleries, proofing, and e-commerce on smug mug or photo shelter because there is no solution for that. It's an entire industry that just has that has no solution in terms of WordPress, right? And this is a, it's a very big industry, and I think our goal is to try and go out, grab that industry, and encourage photographers to consolidate on WordPress in a way where they can also run their galleries, proofing, and e-commerce off of NextGen, right? And, yeah. and, uh, and that's a very so, different kind of... So, so let me ask you this question, Eric. When you get the backlash, right? So when you get the, this thing is, is bloated kind of you know, feature, feature creep versus the horsepower illusion, right? If, if people are like, hey, this thing is just, it's gone off the rails. How do you respond, right? Do you ignore it, or do you take it? You know, do you do you write write people back? So, uh, you know, I think. Well, I guess probably I have to. I think I have to distinguish between how I think you should respond and how I probably have responded. Right. That's what I mean. We by want to know how you have responded, not any any uh, best practices that have not been followed. Yeah. <laughs> give us give us your failure. That's what we like. Come on, yep. bring it right here. Sure. You know, I think we believe in our product vision and where we're going, and we've just continued to push forward on that without... Marketing the question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're done now. You had your two minutes to feel All right, Mark. So how, did, how did you handle these 10,000 broken sites when you pushed the update? Besides weeping and crying in a corner, because obviously <laughs> that happens. That's what the rest of us do. That's what George does. <laughs> August Eric, that, hey, wait, 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 Eric, Eric, while you think about that answer, let's jump over to George. George... <laughs> 
how did how did you react when people started saying, "Why is Jetpack snowing all over my damn website?" <laughs> well, I say it's because you decided to turn the damn snow on. I always turn the snow on. I know. I come. So, I come. So, so George, you. It's what you really have to do, and what I always try to do is sit down and have a conversation, see what it is that they're exactly objecting about. Because they may say that this is a feature that I don't use, therefore it's bloat, but that's really a very bad definition of bloat. What you need to look at is all the users. Just because you don't use something, okay, sure, it can be turned off. That doesn't mean that having it available is bloat. So I mean, what I'm what I'm hearing, that, George, is that Jetpack blames the user and says, "Sorry, you turned it on." That is that what I'm hearing? That's what I heard. I mean, okay, Chris, the, other, the other thing too is that I, I think the music industry land and the notion of something snowing ever all over the place means something different. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point, sir. Okay. No, the fact of the matter is, the snow only shows up because you asked about that specific case. Snow only shows up if the user actually said, "Yes, make it snow." That aligns with Sarah's experience, but let's oh. move over to Chris. <laughs> um, it becomes an e-commerce solution. Chris, at, at, some point, at some point, you guys rolled out at iThemes a whole new version of your plugin, and, you got, and you got you got a little bit you got a, you got a little bit of backlash, didn't you? A little bit. Yeah. How'd that work? Well, we uh, thought we had a big beta group. Wasn't big enough, so we hit that edge case. So oh, it it never is, is it? Yeah, it was about one percent of one feature, but when that one percent went down, the bug literally brought the whole site down. Took everything with it. There's something, there's something, no data loss, but no tough. bucket log in. I want to know. Uh, I want to know how you better getting it fixed fast. Is how do you earn really back good. the 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 users' trust? Because so, for example, something like uh, NextGen, which got basically uh, this is how I feel what backlash is. <laughs> Backlash, not necessarily from existing users, but from new users who are now reading all this negative stuff about you, or they're like, oh, next gen, that's totally busted all the time, whatever, which is, you know, what word on the street is, you know, because we talk about next gen on the street here. In um, Long Beach? In Long Beach, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see one in Lewis. We'll be playing next gen. But um, also, like, for example, something like the social media widget that, you know, had the malware in it, like, they they had to really do a whole PR campaign to earn back not just the trust of the users that they already had who ditched them when all that madness happened, but the new users who were... Um, who had heard about it. So I'm curious as to all of y'all that had some issues, um, did you notice a drop then in new new users coming on? I mean, your, your existing users... One thing, but what about your new users and that kind of rep that you got? How do how do you deal with that? We were transparent. We fixed our issues fast, and it really didn't affect our new users at all. That plugin just kept getting bigger all through that. It was right about a year ago, almost to the day we blew up all those sites. In fact, it was uh, WordCamp Miami where Jeff Rowe walked up to me and goes, I "Never met him before," and his intro to me was, "So you're that asshole who brought down all those websites." <laughs> hey, that was his hey, intro hey. to me. Jason's Sorry. in the Sorry. church. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. I forgot about that part. I didn't do that. Don't tell that's a feature. Being honest about it and getting fixes out fast. Folks are going to care how you deal with it, how you resolved it, how you recovered from it. And that's what's going to make the difference in the long term. What I'm hearing is that Jeffro walked up to you and was, was kind of a jerk. I don't know what's going on because Jeffro is <laughs> normally a pretty nice guy. We're, we're going to have to run. 
we're gonna have to run a whole show on how come Jeff, you know. I mean, what victim, did you do? Seriously, victims, that is extreme. We should have a show of victims of Jeffro, right, where they all get on the show and talk about how Jeffro assaulted them. That would. Did that you would take be awesome. down the tavern? Probably nicely, safe spaces. I might have. I don't know. <laughs> no one's assaulting anyone. So, so Eric. Eric, when when you guys took over, and I know you had that initial plugin, you know, rewrite, and it's very similar to what happened with with Chris over at iThemes and the security one. You go after a really big rewrite or a big change of stuff, and then you have you have some challenges, right? Does it does it drive you to make more incremental changes? Absolutely. I actually I think that's you know one of the things that I think you have to any backlash situations you got to learn you got to figure out what lesson you should have learned here and learn it right. And I think I think the idea of pushing out major overhauls to popular WordPress plugins, just because of how chaotic and diverse the WordPress environment is, you know, that's something I think we would we would uh, be very careful about ever considering doing again under any circumstances. You hear that, WooCommerce? Are you listening, WooCommerce? Yeah. Attention, WooCommerce. ACF. Lesson. Let's just let's just yeah. shout. Let's start shouting out plugins that have had the same problem. You know, I think a lot of plugins <laughs> do this. You think that you can protect yourself by beta testing, right? And we we our beta of 2.0 was out for probably a month and a half, had a thousand downloads. We actually incorporated quite a bit of beta feedback prior to that launch. And it, it just didn't help. I mean, I think the trouble once you hit scale is there's just there's just too much diversity in the types of environments in which you're operating. So the beta, you know, the beta feedback just isn't fully representative. And as Chris was saying, you know, you're still going to get some percentage of edge cases, different kinds of edge cases, different pockets, and the cumulative effect of that is still going to be large. I, I just don't I know if it's possible. I would also like to uh, put out there that possibly the beta tests are going to be full of groups of people who are going to have better configured sites, more appropriately configured, because the users who are just out there setting something up and using it are not necessarily the people who are your beta testers. So your beta test is already being done with a, a more aware group of developers or site users who are more connected to what you're doing. So I think that has a lot yeah, to do with the fact totally that the agree. beta... That's a good point. I, would, I was, I I was working on a site over the weekend, and the lady had four different gallery slider plugins set up. Good. And lost Jetpack. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Jetpack. Oh, that gave you Jetpack. Four I, times so, the, the sliding revolution. I think right. that happened. But I is that, that an environment that's going to be right. tested in a normal beta program? Probably not, but there's a lot of opportunity there for JavaScript conflicts. Yeah. Same, yeah. same thing so happens if you, if you install two SEO plugins, you get double the SEO. Yeah, I think she had two of those also. Uh, now, it, it might work, but that's you add not one, true. More, I just one wanna, more straw. I just, just want to put a footnote that that's not true for anybody. Hashtag that's sarcasm. That's not install true. The new, install the new Twitter plugin to get more people tweeting about you. If you install the security plugins, nobody's going to hack you, right? I mean, right. Everybody has at least three. I, yeah, I want to make Isn't one... That? I want to make one suggestion when it comes to what happens when you've been hacked, right? And um, uh, the plugin not, has been hacked. I'm sorry, not not just hacked, but anytime you've done something where all of a sudden you've broken a lot of trust uh, and you have a lot of blowback or a lot of backlash, um, I think there's a moment in time when that happens when your voice uh, as a company is not as strong, right? And on top of that, your focus is normally to fix the issue. And so what tends to happen is you think, well, my audience doesn't really want to hear from me because they don't trust me right at this moment, and I should be more focused on fixing the issue, right? Um, and so what happens is 
Chris, when, yeah, that's so true, man. You're capturing, I think, my psychology. Not to interrupt, but yeah, I agree. Totally. And, and what happens is you go quiet, and that's the exact opposite of what needs to happen in that moment. Um, you don't want to go dormant. You don't want to go quiet. You don't want to go um, incommunicado. And so one of the things I tell people regularly when they're getting that in that moment of, of backlash is find a set of your champions. Find people outside of your company um, who can help communicate your story and what's going on at the time and keep them in the loop regularly. Give them updates every four hours. Give them updates every eight hours. Give them updates every two days. Help them help you tell your story um, to get the message out. And at the same time, make sure you're giving updates regularly, right? Um, that level of transparency goes a long way to rebuilding trust. I know WooThemes has had several uh, challenges between uh, years and years ago having a couple different... Uh, intrusions on their on their systems, and then most recently, uh, last year, about a year ago, with the credit card stuff, and um, and that doesn't even include when they changed the pricing. And in all of those, one of the things that kept them kind of navigating through it was the regularity with which they were communicating to the outside world, um, and the number of champions outside of them that were out writing about it and explaining. Um, how to think about things. And, and iThemes so, did that too. I yeah. remember it was pretty, yep. like I didn't, I wasn't using iThemes, um, uh, but I heard about it. Like I heard that they were like on it. So I think that that's a really good example of being out there. Everyone was tweeting about it saying, you know, do these fixes and whatnot. And I think that's really important. I, I think that's a great point because especially the way the community works, you know, you might hear it from one person or you're following and then that's how the word really does get out. Yeah. And then, and then you can one be thing I think honest. One thing I think that's really important that George touched on earlier is that this kind of backlash it should really should be opportunities for improvement because I think as long as the public feels that they're being heard and that their issues are being addressed, like with Jetpack, like Jetpack, it why is it so bloated? So Jetpack goes, well, is this something that we need to change how it works so it doesn't confuse users? Having that kind of approach to thinking with it I think is the best solution. On social media, your biggest attractors can be your biggest advocates. They need yes. to feel that they are heard. They need to feel that their opinion is valued, that you're not just dismissing them out of hand. And that they need to know that if, if something they're bringing up is a concern, say, yes, it is a concern. That is a very valid point. Here's why we do the things the way we do. We may not change to do things the way you're suggesting, but please understand that it's not just like an arbitrary decision. There are good reasons and good cause for uh, our differences of opinion, and that's okay. We're but not going to hate you because you disagree with us. Right, but part of that, George, is it has to get articulated, right? Yeah. So there may be people who like Jetpack, but when someone says Jetpack's bloated, if, all you, if, if the only sentiment, if the only feeling you have is, I like Jetpack and you don't know anything else, you don't know what to do with it. But when someone else writes a post that does all the analysis of saying Jetpack isn't as bloated as you think it is and here's all the proof and that information gets passed out to everybody, then when you're a fan of Jetpack and you hear someone say Jetpack's bloated, you go, actually, it's not. Here's some information I recently learned and here's a URL I can send you to. And it's even better if that's being championed by someone who isn't necessarily working with Jetpack, right? And so getting your champions to, to help tell your story um, and and to get those parts of the information out to others, including you know with Eric doing stuff with NextGen to say here's our target, here's how we're focused on helping that target, here are the case studies of that target. 
then when someone else hears someone say, hey, NextGen's totally bloated, you go, well, actually, I don't think it's bloated. It's just you're talking about which target market are you, and you're not their target market. But that has to get articulated because if it's not articulated, it's just in your head, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's important, totally. too, to, which you touched on a little bit. Um, we're not just talking about upgrade backlash either. I think the pricing structure thing, um, I'm not building construction, I don't know what that is, but uh, that you briefly touched on, updating your pricing structure, that's a thing that happens and it's going to keep happening as the ecosystem continues to grow up and, and the companies grow. And being really on top of it and explaining upfront your pricing system, grandfathering in existing clients, that type of thing is going to prevent that same kind of backlash from a pricing standpoint. So um, it's really not just about uh, upgrades and, and breaking things, it's also about upgrading your business and being transparent on the business side and explaining what you're doing. Or, you know, yeah. who's who's leaving and now NextGen isn't owned by this other guy from Germany and is now by Photocrati, Photocrati or however you say your name. Um, yeah, photocracy, I don't know. Photocracy? We get a lot of actually, you know, some people think it's like Photocarate, I like that. What were you saying, Sarah? Your picture foo is weak, old man. I was just saying, at the end of the day, all of your customers just want to feel like that they're valued and that they're heard and that they're being thought of. Yeah, and they're not being swindled, first of all. I mean, that's a big thing. And how you tell that story, right? How you tell the story of I'm going to change my prices. Check with ChrisLena.com. Well, no, it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be me, but get help. Right? Get help because your insider view of why you think you're going to do something isn't necessarily the story that your customers are ready to hear. And so, um, this you is know, true. get, get We help. don't want to know that you need more money for your boat, okay? Just <laughs> FYI. That's not the right line to take. Just, just not working. You want to hit on sustainability and growth get, and stability in the company. Get, all those good things. Get some help. Get some help. Uh, Talk about your boat. Up. On that note, Oh, that's it. So sad. Thank you very Unless much. Unless you're sending for being, me a boat. Thank you for being for thank you all for for being on the show today. Make sure you go to our website at wpwatercooler.com. We are on YouTube, on iTunes, Stitcher, and we are also on SoundCloud. And we so, love you. Heart, heart. We love you. you. Thanks again for the invite. Yep, you're a good sport. Thank you. Right, thank guys. you guys. Thank you, guys.